higher than heaven by Powerwolf, and you're finally back with the Geology Hour. Yes, it's good to be back. We've been on hiatus for the last few weeks. Unfortunately, life keeps getting in the way of our uh, show, which is a shame, but yes. we're here. We're back. We've we've brought it back because we have some important stuff coming up. Indeed, and we'd like to share it with you tonight. Yes, but before that, my Powerwolf factoid of the... Uh, of the night, I guess, is that the band actually has some like background law. Now, are Ooh. you are you uh, familiar with this? Not the law in particular, but I am aware that some bands do like to have a fictional backstory. Yeah, so they have like a so their whole thing is that they're werewolves that are trying to like repent by being like Christians. Okay. And vampires are bad guys. In fact, they they are so big on this backstory that two of the band members changed their last names to Grey Wolf. Jesus Christ. Um. Cool. That's dedication, I suppose. Yeah, well, as you know, it's the coolest band around, so... Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, the heavily Christian themes, that's because they're werewolves trying to repent for their sins because being a werewolf is, like, sinful. Not as sinful as being a vampire, which are the mortal enemies. (laughs) Right, okay. So they're basically just living out Twilight. No. Like werewolves versus vampires. Pretty sure the point of Twilight was that that the... that the vampires weren't as bad as they seemed. Anyway, we're getting oh, off topic, and I don't anyway. want to talk about Twilight on my hard rock and heavy metal show. <laughs> Should we introduce ourselves? Because we have a guest in the studio at present. Oh, we do, we do. So I am your host, as always, Chelsea. I am your co-host slash, I guess, just every other thing, Ben. Yes, and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Prue. And she's very anxious about being on the radio. I don't know what to do. That's fine. <laughs> Anyway, coming up next, we have... We have a new song by Italian power metal band Windrose, a cover of a Yogscast uh, song, believe it or not, Diggy Diggy Hole, which will be appearing on their fifth as their fifth track of their forthcoming album to be released later this year. And it was released as a single only two days ago, Diggy Diggy Hole, right here on the Geology Hour on Tune FM 106.9. Yes, and then after that, you'll hear some Red Sea. Uh, leading into our Red Sea interview. They are playing at the... Imperial Hotel. Imperial Hotel on the 20th. So keep your ears out for that. That's less than a week away. Get to it, guys. Of course. But now it's Diggy Diggy Hole.
That was The Art of Transcending by Red Sea here on Tune FM 106.9. And we've put a bit of an emphasis on the Red Sea this week because we are about to hear a very special interview between Chelsea, a very own host of the show, Aww. as well as the co-host, as well as one of the members of um, Yeah, Red the sea. front woman, Erica. Yes. Um, so the reason we're giving you this bit of lead in because it might be a bit confusing um ben unfortunately was unable to be present this interview yes. did happen earlier today it was pre-recorded because we wanted to make it fit with we just wanted to make it easier for the band and erica herself and at the time of the interview being conducted i unfortunately was unable to be here i had other business to attend to which i was very upset about absolutely so- kicking himself because they are very night wish oh absolutely i heard them and i heard the music and i was quite blown away because the Nightwish vibes I was getting were quite strong, and I've only ever had that happen from one other band who have since, for the most part, disbanded. So I'm quite excited. Is it Evanescence? It's not Evanescence. It was a, it's a lo- it was a local band called Awaken Solace. They asked. Aww. They're still. Um, I say local band. They're Bris- They're from Brisbane, but they're Australian. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They um they haven't. I, I should correct myself. They haven't disbanded per se, but the lineup that I saw live because they were just a band supporting another band. So I just saw them, a few of their songs. They um they're touring under some different. Uh, members, uh, the two of the members left, and they've actually gone in a bit of a hiatus at the moment due to the front woman having a baby. So all the best to them. Anyway, Bless. back on to topic. Back yeah, on topic. So you're about to hear the Red Sea interview with one of our Sydney bands. They are playing at the Impies, so go and head down. Head down on the 20th. They are absolutely fantastic people. You can meet Chelsea and I there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> all right, here it is. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and I actually have a very special guest with me right now. It is Erica from the band Red Sea. Say hi. Hi. How you going? <laughs> yeah, awesome. How are you today? Yeah, perfect. Thanks, lovely. Yeah, we're in the middle of our tour, so I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Oh. We just had a Sydney gig last night, so yeah, getting ready for Armadale this Saturday. Awesome. We can't wait either. So obviously you have said you do have a show here on the 20th at the Imperial Hotel. We'll get back to that in just a second. But you have just released one of your new singles on the 13th of June called The One. Just describe it to us. Yeah, um, it's groovy. It's groovier than we kind of normally do, I think. Um, Yeah, so it starts off with like a really infectious bass you know, it's oh, I couldn't agree more. Dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and dirty little baseline. So that's awesome. So that just sets up the groove for the rest of the song. That's awesome. Um, so it's a bit more, you know, a bit outside of your sort of normal track. You are a melodic heavy metal band. Um, how did you yeah, kind of yeah. get to, you know, experimenting with this kind of sound for the one? Oh, do you know what? It just it just arrived. I think it started with um, Scott's guitar riff. Oh yeah. And then when Otila, Otila put the bassline under it, um, then that sort of you know started out as a feature. But um, we like we don't sort of set out to, to do any deliberate sound. You know what I mean? We oh, just right, muck yeah. around in the jam room and whatever anyone brings in, we just start to play with. Um, so oh, yeah, we try awesome. and keep an open mind. Yeah, well, we just figure otherwise you're sort of pigeonholing yourself too much and you never know where the, the you know the real magic bits are going to come from. So we'll usually workshop just about anything. Um, and, yeah, it just depends how the other, you know, the other peeps <laughs> feel about Oh, that's about awesome. So it's not like then. for the sake of, of just putting something out, it's really your sound. It's it's very... Oh, God, no. Yeah, that's awesome. So you no, guys are... No, to, to us, that would be reverse engineering. It's like, and it just I think it just comes across as inauthentic. You just can't put your, 
you know, your heart and soul into it. I think if we were sort of trying to achieve a particular sound or a particular outcome, I mean, we definitely sort of all meet in the middle, I guess, with what we all like. Um, So that creates its own thing because we've all got individual tastes, of course. Like, um, but yeah. So, no, we just see what comes up and go, yep, that's groovy. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <Trolled> it. <laughs> so for yeah. a group of people who have, like, such different tastes, how did you kind of come together to form this band? Yeah, um, well, Pete, the drummer, and I have been playing together for about 10 years. So we were in a oh, wow. band together. Yeah, I know, right? So we're, <laughs> yeah, we go way back. Um, and we've actually known the other two, Attila and Scott, for, you know, at, at least five years on top of that, uh, as part of that, rather. Oh, yeah. um, from their from their previous bands, and so yeah, Pete and I were kind of really our old band was kind of morphing, and it needed to turn into something new. Um, and luckily, Attila was free, so Attila's our bass player. He used to be the front man from Cordia. Oh yeah, um, wild man out the front. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and I didn't realise that he used to play bass before he was the singer. So yeah, it was just lucky that he was you know looking for a band basically and we were needing him um so that's how that happened and then the same story with scott really um scott was the most recent edition i think it was two years ago no maybe even less um <laughs> but yeah we just yeah needed a new guitarist and we knew him from foundry road when he was with them oh, so wow. yeah we sort of knew each other through the sydney band scene and I you just kind of jammed together and thought yeah this is awesome <laughs> yeah exactly and then when the four of us all together that was exactly it, it was like oh wow dream team this is cool <laughs> so yeah, we, oh, we just so awesome. love it. Kept going. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. So um, you are a Sydney-based band. Um, you've got sort of we do have the one coming up after this sort of talk break, but you you're kind yeah. of like Evanescence and my co-host Ben, who unfortunately couldn't be here. He's absolutely kicking yeah. himself. His favorite band <laughs> is is Nightwish. So he heard this ah, and was like, yeah. "This is awesome." But we don't really have kind of this sort of thing in Australia. So you, you really fill that sort of empty yeah. hole. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So with um the whole metal scene in Australia, do you find it because you are quite different from our metal bands here, um, do you find mm-hmm. it uh sort of a, a different experience as you play or similar? Is it like hard to break into? Because we unfortunately our metal scene is not as big as it is overseas. Yeah, yeah, particularly in Europe. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, it's, I don't know, I mean, we just still find that the metal scene in um, Australia is such a, like, a gorgeous, uh, loyal, connected mob, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. They just, so, yeah, I, de- I, I know what you mean. We definitely did find when we first started um, playing that, that sometimes fans are like, I'm not sure if I get you guys, you know? Like, yeah, right, yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that sort of in the beginning there was a little bit of that, but then by the end of the set we usually, you know, cross fingers. <laughs> we usually get <laughs> one people over. So, and there's enough, you know, there's still enough. There's heavy. There's still enough heavy in there. Because um, all, yeah, all three of the boys are all heavy metal backgrounds, like full tilt right, metal yeah. backgrounds. So that influence just goes all the way through, you know, almost every song. Um, even if sort of the vocals are a bit different, like you said, because we don't have so much of the female-fronted metal here, yeah. as we as like you pointed out, as in Europe, for example. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I think some people were used to, and then I think lots of people went, "Wow, brilliant! The new sound, this is unreal," because it's new. So 
Um, yeah, so we're very happy. And we, we've just found that, yeah, the metal scene is, is where we have a home. Like, that's where people were welcoming yeah. us, even when, like, last night we played on the same um, bill as, uh, you know, like, so Bayview Suspect were guys from Perth. Check them out oh, if you yeah, haven't already, yeah. by the way. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, and then Gutter Tactic. And Gutter Tactic are like this full throttle, brutal death metal band. Yeah. And, um, you know, but everyone enjoyed the night. It's like, because I think people still want something different and a bit of diversity throughout the whole night you know what i mean i don't think i've ever met a metalhead who's strictly one kind of metal yeah. you know what i mean everyone's a music fan everyone's open to feeling something different hearing something different yeah so, absolutely like um, yeah so we, we've found a home there really so it's, <laughs> it's, it's gone great yeah um we uh are regular listeners to us so we we play the 9 p.m show so they might not hear us as often yep. Um, but yep. they tend to be surprised that there is more than one type of metal um, because normally when uh, people yep. think metal, they think screamo or they just think some really, really yeah. heavy, hard stuff. Um, but yeah, no, you yeah. guys specialise in, you know, sort of melodic metal, which is... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're a bit we're a bit, mo- bit melodic and a bit prog. It sort of depends which yeah. song has which percentage level, like our... our um, uh, latest single from last year, The Art of Transcending, was yeah, that's way right, more yeah. down the prog, yeah, the prog path and kind of a bit creepy, that sort of thing. And then, like you said, the one is, um, yeah, a lot more kind of, I don't know, catchy for want of a yeah, better word. Yeah. You know, it's got that gro- the groove going on underneath, a bit more melodic. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's kind of like a transitional stage for from like rock to metal. So people can kind yeah. of yeah get into it. Um, you did metal. mention yeah. the the art of transcending. That was your last um, single. It came out on the twenty yep. eighth of September. Um, you know yeah. that break is not yeah. <laughs> sort of as big as people would think. But is it more just like a finding something that you love that kind of makes that gap a little bit bigger, or you know, um, sort of finding the right song to release? Do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, we've got to, um, we're definitely not going to sort of pump something out just for the sake of releasing something. So oh, we definitely worked on it. Yeah, and we actually took a tranche of um, five songs into our producer. So um, we wanted to record them all together as a chunk. So they sort of get this web and this flavour through all of them as a bit of a point in time. So yeah. part of the wait was actually just waiting until they were ready and waiting until, you know, our producer had, you know, flogged us into shape. <laughs> and, and then, you know, so this is the first of the five new songs. So there's five Ooh. that have been recorded and they're ready and waiting. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. So, Very they're exciting. really diverse. So, yeah, so, we're, we're all excited about them because they're, they're crazy diverse. So the next one that will come out is Full Tilt. Metal, just you know, angry, angry metal. (laughs) Do you do you have a date for it? Sorry, uh, so we can just yeah, not yet. It'll definitely be this year. Like it'll definitely be. Oh, so we're hoping to not leave it too long. So, and then the one after that is like a stripped back, like absolute. We've never done it before. Absolute ballad, like not even a not even a heavy ballad, a full on ballad. Our producer looked at us and went. What are you doing? <laughs> we just went, well, is this a really good song? And he went, no, I agree. It's beautiful. But wow. We went, no, there's enough creepy stuff in there that we think it still, you know, belongs on a Red Sea recording. And then there's <laughs> two other sort of ones. So, yeah, we're really excited oh. about the five coming out. So it was about waiting until the whole group of them were ready. And then we chose the one to be the first, um, yeah, first single out. That is so awesome. Unfortunately, we are a bit <laughs> out of time. I could really go on. I really want to oh. hear more about those 
those new tracks. <laughs> oh, Google will talk when the next one's coming out. That's all good. Oh, yeah, so head on down to their website. It is redseaband.com. Keep your eyes peeled for those new tracks. They sound like they're going to be absolutely awesome. And of course, as just a reminder that on the 20th of July down at the Imperial Hotel in Armadale, they will be playing live. So we cannot wait. Yep. We're lucky enough to oh, have awesome. them. Yeah, we can't wait. <laughs> We're lucky enough to have them in the studio just before. So please keep your ears peeled for those. But coming up next, it is the one by Red Sea. You're listening to 106.9 at Tune FM. Thank you so much, Erica. You're so welcome. Thanks for having us. <laughs> we'll see you on Saturday. See you on Saturday.
For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica here on The Geology Hour. One of the best metal bands going around. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I say going around literally because they are doing an Australian tour this year. Ooh. So tickets for most of the shows are running very, very low. So if you haven't snapped your tickets yet, now would be a good time to do it. On ticketmaster.com.au, search Metallica and you will find them. Wow, uh, thanks. They are playing at the Kudos. Um, they're also playing at, I believe, the Brisbane Entertainment Centre, but could be wrong. And they're also doing dates in Melbourne, as far as I'm aware. Ooh. I don't believe they're doing anything in Adelaide or Perth, but they are definitely doing the three East Coast major capital cities nice so head to that if you'd like to hear metallica as their storied career continues yes so and before that you heard the one by red sea the art of transcending by the red sea and diggy diggy hole our running joke um song of the week yes i'm proud of that little running gag (laughs) yes so it's time for battle of the bands here we go battle of the bands now uh if you are new to listening to us this fine evening or you're unsure about what battle of the bands is basically every week ben and i pick a random topic (laughs) and we find a band whether it's unknown or known um using that random topic is kind of trying to help us expand our knowledge it's trying to help you guys expand your knowledge of uh metal bands uh, metal and rock bands and unfortunately this week we've both gone with some very mainstream bands yeah. but i feel like they were for good reasons <laughs> yes and i think like this particular battle if it was ever like some sort of like mortal combat in the heavy metal world i'd love to see these two do do battles i think it'd be quite amusing i think that dave Grohl would kick everyone's butts quite Ooh, well that, spoilers just, about yeah, just, what to might... g- just to give away who you've gone <laughs> yeah anyway because uh, my song will be playing second, I will go first. I have picked, yeah, because it makes sense because you'll be like, and then the song I've picked oh, is yes, this of one. Course. And yeah. All right. So the band I've picked uh, this week is the Foo Fighters. Who'd have guessed? Um, wow, I didn't give it away with the Dave Grohl. Um, the Foo Fighters, uh, particularly, I found this band through Learn to Fly of course our, our previous topic was pilots yes for this week i forgot to mention that <laughs> our um topic was pilots i've chosen foo fighters due to their song learn to fly there's nothing left to lose it is a classic song it is fantastic rock i think you can't really go too far wrong with the foo fighters most of their songs are absolute bangers. Yes. Um, I've got actually a fun fact about this song, and it's that a thousand Italian musicians played this song to try and get the Foo Fighters to come over to Italy to perform. Did it work? It did. Okay, good. <laughs> That'd be really depressing. No, they couldn't be bothered. Yeah, so if you wanted to check that out, I will put a link to it on our Facebook page. It's Tune FM 106.9. So on a side note, you're telling me that all we have to do is get a thousand musicians to play one of Sabaton's song at the same time and they'll come to Australia? No, no. Deal. I think, <laughs> I think that uh, our, they're, they're coming kind to of Australia. hands are tied yeah. because they're a lot smaller than the And coming fighters. to Australia is a lot and more difficult. And the Foo Fighters than, have been to Australia quite a few times. Oh, God, yeah. They never miss us, which is cool. No. Um, they actually just came by, I think, a couple of years ago. Yeah, they um, they were doing their Concrete Gold World Tour. Um, and they did. They swung by, I believe it was either late 2017 or early 2018, but I will stand corrected if I'm horribly, horrendously wrong. That's fine. Um, and from what I've heard, they got great reviews. I unfortunately wasn't in the financial position at the time to go to that show, although yeah. that's never really stopped me before. But that is one that I missed. And 
it's quite a shame because I'm quite a fan of the Foo Fighters. I don't really want to give you too much support. Otherwise, I don't really have too much opposition <laughs> for you. But okay. I, you can't go wrong with the Foo Fighters. They were good, strong. I'm not going to say bland because that's not fair. They're a good, strong, I guess, staple of the heavier music scene. Yeah, and they're they're definitely like a good transitional thing. And absolutely, then the pre, uh, <laughs> the Pretender is one of my high was, school anthems. I'm glad you said that because that was the one song that actually got me into the Foo Fighters, and that is probably my favorite of theirs to this day. Yeah, that they starts are. out so sort of you know almost softly think oh this is going to be a nice sort of slow sort of ballad and then no you, you are mistaken with those drums and you just know you're in for a good time oh god yeah anyway what are your ba- what's your band well i was really tempted to switch at the last minute just because you mentioned dave grohl and <laughs> choose nirvana but um that i can't really think of talking of any nirvana song that just really relates to pilots so i'll just go with what i was originally going with and that is the song coming home by iron maiden the uh, this actually connection is quite funky in fact i was going to pick it but he actually beat me to the punch yes i did so coming home is a song by iron maiden that was written uh, obviously by the band i can't remember exactly which members of the band wrote it or if it was a solo write by any of them but iron maiden are a massive staple of the metal genre they are probably a bit more into metal than foo fighters are yep they consist of bruce dickinson as the lead vocalist uh, unfortunately the names of the other members I do not know their names off by heart. I know two or three of them, but I don't want to miss them up, so I'm just going to say nothing. (laughs) Bruce Dickinson is the vocalist. Uh, He is one of the most energetic people I've seen live. He is insane, and he actually holds his pilot license. He, um, yeah, he's a commercial pilot. (laughs) He is, and he flies the band's. He flies the band to and from shows like all over the place. He is the he flies them everywhere, which I think is pretty cool. And I think if anything fits the the, the, the theme pilots, excuse me there then I think you've got that. And Coming Home was quite a big hit. It um, made quite a few of their best of compilations. They've performed it live many, many times. And I think it is a good sort of anthem to someone that might be... I, I always think of it being used by somebody that has to drive for work, say a truck driver yeah. or someone, or like a bus driver or a train driver, someone that has to be away from home a lot because the theme of the song is essentially um, travelling a long way to get back home, to get back to the place that everybody loves, which is their home. And... I was drawn to it. I think it's got a very good message. I think Bruce Dickinson, as always, nails it. Um, yeah. The band itself are incredible. They are. They have sold many, many albums. They have sold gold, platinum albums. They regularly sell out tours, even to this day. Their last Australian tour was a huge success. And as a little bonus fact, Bruce Dickinson recently beat throat cancer. I believe it was throat cancer. Can't say for sure, but I know it was a type of cancer. So, oh, congrats to him, though. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That was back in, I believe, 2015 or 16. That's when he, he beat it. So well nice. done to him um, and all the best on the next album, which is rumoured to be coming up relatively shortly. Yeah. So it's funny, though, because we've gone for very two two very different messages. Yeah. Because I've got Learn to Fly. There's nothing left to lose. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got Let's Come Home. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't quite think it's sung in that particular sort of no, affliction. No, it's not. It's not. Um, yeah. So as far as sort of knowledge of those two bands goes prue <laughs> yeah. she I guess was not expecting to be brought into the conversation yeah. <laughs> i guess you're kind of like a side adjudicator now like, do you have any knowledge on either of these bands i know of them um which one's better <laughs> i mean i don't listen to either of them either so why are you on the show no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking all right so you have no opinion or vote whatsoever 
Not really, no. Okay. Well, then I guess we'll have to put it out to the people. Oh, how inconvenient. The people get to have this say. Uh, no. So if you like the sound of the Foo Fighters mm-hmm. Learn to Fly, you can chuck us a vote on our Facebook page. And if you liked uh, Iron Maiden's Coming Home, you can also chuck us a vote on the Facebook page. Yes. So and the winner gets bragging rights for the next week's show, I suppose. I, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead and chuck us a like on TuneFM 106.9. I'll put up a poll right after this show or maybe right after the podcast comes out tomorrow. I, guess. I was going to say, don't forget to catch up on our podcast, which will, be the, which will be available tomorrow afternoon. And don't forget to tune us in next week. That's my little plug for the next week's show. Oh, yeah. Because we're, it's going to be a biggie. We are going to be... It's a big one. Going ham. Not, no spoilers until... No. The outro bit of the show. but All I'm going to say is it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be so great. Underline great. (laughs) Bold, underlined, italicized, postscript, JavaScript, any script, it's good. Oh, hell yeah. So that, again, coming up first, you will get Iron Maiden. Coming home, and following that, you will get Foo Fighters Learn to Fly here on the Yodgy. Excuse me, I'm sorry. The The Geology Hour, right here on Tune FM 106.9.
Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters. And if you thought that was the better song of the last two that played, go ahead and chuck me a vote for the bragging rights of next week. And if you correctly thought that Coming Home was the uh, better song, then, sure. then leave that a vote on a Facebook page and give me the right to uh, brag at Chelsea next week. Actually, you won't be bragging at me next week because there will be no Battle of the Bands segment No, that's very true. Next week's going to be better. Um, Uh, Yes, but before we do that, I forgot to do something in the last break, and that was pick a topic for next week. So I'm going to delegate this. fortnight, rather. Fortnight. Yeah, next. Next fortnight. Yes. 
I'm going to delegate to our guest, who has been a bit quiet. Uh, pick a number between one and eight. One and eight included. Five. Five. Yeah. Next week. Next fortnight. <laughs> next fortnight, our our uh, battle oh of the God, bands topic <laughs> will be goats. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hell. if you're Whoops. a fan of the show, go ahead and find us some goat theme songs. Thanks, Prue. Appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. Otherwise, we're just going to be doing goat stuff by ourselves. Wow, okay. I hope no one takes that out of context. <laughs> yes, but uh, you, we have been alluding to it all night. And, Here we go. Uh, next show is going to be a very special show. Friends of the show will and regular listeners will know that we are both kind of in love with Sabaton at the moment. Yep. We had the miraculous privilege of interviewing their bassist, Par Sundström. Glad you said it. <laughs> and uh, their album the great war is coming out later this week and we will be playing the full album for you you uh the great war it is fantastic we cannot stress enough by the history edition um beat us to the punch buy it yourselves um and leave us uh your your thoughts i would like to point out this is something chelsea and i've been looking forward to doing for quite some time because oh, yeah. as we spoke about on the show where a few weeks ago where we did play our interview with uh the bassist of Sabaton. I'm going to give him more respect than by trying to pronounce his name. Um, thank you. Um, <laughs> you're amazing, by the way. Thank you so much. Um, oh, yeah, he is. We were sort of speaking that we had been uh, given the opportunity. We were given the opportunity to hear a little bit of the album um, in advance, and it's incredible. I will not be hesitating to buy the CD copy, buy the digital version, buy as many issues as I can because. <laughs> It is. I the more money that we give them, the more likely they are to come exactly. out to us. I was like, oh, we'll give you a million dollars if you come to Australia. Oh, please. Um, <laughs> I said this to um, a friend of mine the other day, actually. I like the album so much because it's quite short. It's only 33 minutes long, well, 30-something minutes long, longer if you get the history edition. But because of that, there's no single song that I would, like to, that I would skip or that yeah. I skip past. It's all just no filler, just wall-to-wall, absolutely incredibly great. And I can't say that about many albums I've heard. Most of Nightwish's albums are long. The last one, for example, was 78 minutes long. So yeah. it's sort of, while it's still fantastic, there, are, there is a little bit of filler. So this album is phenomenal. It is one of the better ones I've heard this year, probably the best one I've heard this year. And we are super, super excited to hear what you guys think because it is amazing. Yeah, we, we, we are both so in love with it. We've played it on repeat. Oh, yes. Probably a million times. Yeah. So a very special show coming up next week. Do, Do stay tuned for that. Of course, that is unfortunately the end of our show. Well, that's fantastic. We've just uh, hyped up the next one so much. Now. Oh, great. Can't wait to hear it. By the way, we're leaving now, so bye. Unfortunately. That <laughs> is the, yes, it comes to 10 o'clock, and that means we must say farewell, but we will be back next week. We sure will. With one of our better shows that we'll have produced. We'd like to thank our guest for coming in and joining us. Thank you, Prue. You're welcome. Thank you. You contributed nothing. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We sorry, we loved Pru. having you here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was um, just being rude. I've been Chelsea. I've been Ben. I've been Pro. And this is your song, Ben. Yes, this is Bye Bye Beautiful, the second track and fifth single of Nightwish's 2007 album, Dark Passion Play, the first with new vocalist Annette Olsen uh, following the departure slash firing of, Ch- of Taria Turinen. It is one of my... Our favourite tracks from that album because it is haunting and it deals with raw themes of betrayal, hurt and losing a loved one. Not in the way you think though. So please enjoy. Please come and listen to us next week. And until we speak to you again, here is Bye Bye Beautiful by Nightwish here on Tune FM 106.9, the home of the Geology Hour on UNE Student Powered Radio.